Excuses are a comfortable explanation for your choices, your actions, and your behaviors. I went to bed too late, so I can't work out this morning. I have too much to do at night, so I can't get enough sleep. It wasn't my fault I was late to work. There was so much traffic. We can find an excuse to explain away all of our issues. But do you want to stay in that same stagnant place? Or are you hoping to move forward and actually become happy? Welcome to Candidly Creative, a bi-weekly podcast from Creatively Caitlin that focuses on open, honest conversations. If you like what you hear, follow me on Instagram at creatively underscore Caitlin, or head to my website, www.caitlinnorum.com. This week, we're taking on excuses and being honest with yourself. We value honesty in our external relationships. We would never stay with someone who constantly lied to us. We wouldn't stay at a job who wasn't honest about their policies. We wouldn't stay friends with someone who constantly lied to you. So why is it acceptable for us to constantly lie to ourselves? We get stuck in a place that is laden with excuses and lies. I've been so busy at work, I haven't had a moment to work out. I can't afford healthy food. It's cheaper to grab a drive through burger than make a full meal. I don't have time to start writing that book. I can't get anywhere at work, so I might as well just keep the status quo. All excuses, all lies. We all get stuck in different ways. We're human after all, and it's certainly not for lack of trying or intelligence. We find it's easier to discover the reason for our failures or inaction in others, or because of things beyond our control. This goes for life, love, work, and everything in between. There are several ways you can hold yourself accountable and own your own BS. And the first is to look at the full truth of what happened. I hate the phrase, my ex is crazy. To me, it's a cop-out of owning the fact that the relationship stopped being or maybe even never was healthy. Yes, maybe she was intense. Or she struggled with her own issues. Maybe her expectations of the relationship didn't match yours. But was she actually crazy? Unless she was diagnosed for being mentally unstable, I don't think so. Maybe your ex falls in love quickly and deeply and felt that you were becoming distant because maybe you weren't in love with her and she was just convenient and pretty. Maybe he was a stage five clinger because you liked the chase and loved being wooed at first, but eventually it just comes off as needy and clingy. Maybe the effort of seeking closure after a breakup means 30 texts and a middle-of-the-night phone call. But what if instead of putting the blame on the other person, you actually get to know the real problems, that full story, not just the headline? When one of my relationships ended, both of us threw blanket statements around like it was nothing. I was too controlling, he was too lazy, I didn't really love him, he didn't want to be in a real relationship. And after the pain of that breakup subsided, I realized that all of it and none of it were true. Was I actually controlling? Probably. At the same time, I felt he needed me to be stronger and more in charge because nothing was getting done or progressing. I would be at work full-time and he barely worked 20 hours a week, but he couldn't find the time to help me around the house. But from his perspective, he was helping, just not at the pace or speed that I felt was right. Was he lazy? Probably. At least a little. I learned that I really do need someone who has a lot of ambition. Someone that drives to be better, to succeed, and go after goals. During our relationship, he wasn't either ready to do this or didn't want to. Maybe he never did find his goals and ambitions, but it just proved that he and I were not good together. By trying to force fit together, we both became toxic for the other person. 
slowly degrading into an abusive couple who seemed to hate everything about the other person. If we had been honest with each other and ourselves, we would have broken up long before the ultimate demise of our relationship. There's that old saying, there's more than one side to every story. There's his side, her side, and the truth. By actively working to understand where both sides truthfully went wrong, I believe that you can find your healing faster. I can learn to accept the changes that are beyond my control, and maybe you find out that in the relationship or situation, you didn't act how you wanted. How can you grow to prevent becoming that same darkness again? Well, that brings me to the second tip. Learn how to remove toxic people from your life. When you recognize someone has become toxic or being around them is making you toxic, the best thing you can do is limit your interaction or remove them from your life. No, you can't always simply remove a toxic person from your life. Sometimes they are coworkers or bosses. You can't just decide not to interact with them unless you plan on quitting your job, which isn't always feasible. You can, however, protect yourself against that toxicity. Learning to recognize the toxicity in other people will become a vital trait. But if it's someone that you don't want to lose a relationship with, it's important to have an open and honest conversation about how their behavior has affected you, how it's made you feel. Sometimes we don't recognize the toxicity inside ourselves, and having someone who loves us point out the pain that they're feeling because of something that you did helps push you to do better. But sometimes people won't or can't change their behavior. It's your job then to set boundaries. No one has the right to bully you, abuse you, or make you feel like you're inferior. And let me be clear, in truly abusive and dangerous situations, you need to get out and get help. It's up to you to protect your life and the lives of those who depend on you for care. Setting limits to protect yourself is not a bad thing. You are not responsible for fixing someone else. Tough Love says, I care about you, but I care about me too. You're setting limits to not allow them to hurt you or those that you love. Limit your time together when possible. Maybe talking on the phone is hard for you, but a text is not as bad. Maybe following them on social media makes you negative, and it's a good idea to unfollow or take a break from that friendship. You can't work on yourself if you're constantly in defense mode from other people. However, you can't just cut people out of your life and expect everything to be perfect. You need to understand that you have your own toxicity inside of you. Maybe your first reaction when you're hurt is to lash out, but knowing the damage that this causes, you fight against it. You own that toxicity and you work to be better. It's important to forgive yourself then and let yourself grow. You might start owning your BS and feel you're ready for what's to come, but, but without growing, you're destined to repeat history and continue to feel that same pain. When we acknowledge the pain of staying the same and the desire to improve, it begins a separation from the old you to the person that you want to become. I personally struggle to visualize. I can't imagine how things look and sound and feel in my brain. I don't play it out visually. I know what the color blue is. I can think of what it is. I can compare it to things that are blue, but I can't see it in my head. So for me, the best way to move forward is to physically write down those two people. The current me, the traits, the good things, the bad things, every piece of, of who I am today. And then the future me. Who do I want to become? What traits do I want to grow? What good do I want to keep with me and what bad do I want to get rid of? That way I can see the clear distinction between who I was and am and who I want to be as a constant reminder of my goals. It's important to find the good in yourself and keep that good within you. But it's also important to forgive yourself for negative traits and give yourself some grace. 
Let yourself move forward and grow. Ultimately, it's about being self-aware. Noticing that when you're acting out or being negative, being that toxic person, sharing those traits that you yourself hate, that you know you have to work against it. Notice when you're feeling different than the person that you want to be and decide how to fix that. Maybe you can make a quick adjustment on the spot and fix it immediately. Or maybe you need to take a step back and take some time alone to process and feel through your emotions and deal with what you're dealing with to come back and have a better reaction. Whatever it is, once you start owning yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly, you can begin to grow. If you like what you hear on this podcast, head over to my website, www.caitlinnorm.com, and sign up for my Creative Circle. My Creative Circle gets notifications of new episodes of the podcast, new blogs, and information that I know you'll love. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay creative.